0: Your
1: going to be Good night, Wesley. Good work. Sleep well. i must most like to kill you in the morning. It's
0: time for your next adventure.
1: for joining us tonight on this episode this is a good episode it's a black yeah. friday
0: hey i hope everyone had a happy thanksgiving. happy thanksgiving yeah and um i hope if you did go out and shop for black friday i hope you wore your mask or um or at least i hope you're all safe health yeah health wise so who we got with us today is wyatt and Joseph, yeah. and um, we and got another special dude here. Wyatt, you introduced this guy.
2: This is Ethan. Go forth. You may have heard, him, uh, heard about him in previous podcasts. We talk about him sometimes. Uh, he's
0: your wee brother.
2: Yes, he's my younger brother. There's John yeah. Mark is my older brother, myself, and then Ethan. Uh, William's the youngest little baby brother. But Ethan <laughs> was the baby for a long time.
0: Yeah. All right, Ethan. Say hello to everybody. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, um,
3: formerly I'm known as the uh, strongest brother. Nope. Um, <laughs> formerly, I said. Formerly, it's formerly the strongest brother. Well, um, I'm 20 years old and single. That's about all. That's all, I
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> it's now, all that matters. Um,
3: though that is true. I am a Bible college student, and I go to mm-hmm. Georgia Baptist College Theological Seminary here in Senoia, Georgia. Hey, Very wait! Nice. Hey, you're not
2: supposed to give out our location. Am I not? <laughs> no, I don't care. Okay. Just don't like give them anyone our address. And we don't want any crazy. <laughs> we don't want anymore. any like crazy fans coming to our door. Or anything, you know? All five <laughs> of you guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, They're gonna come funny. to the school's door. Shh nobody just gave it out it's online stop (laughs) 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 um
2: we'll get into all of your stuff yeah but that's just that's just yeah that's the the basics Basics. we'll we'll get into everything uh in a minute but first yep we're gonna hit up the 30 second stories heck Heck yeah yeah. are you guys ready yeah 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 i i want i want you to know Uh uh-huh um I kind of took a little page from Josh's book.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Did I start something new that's not good?
2: For the 30-second story. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this time, the twist is uh, I will be giving you the title of the movie
0: or show or
2: whatever. The title of the story I will be giving to you, all right?
0: Man, John Mark would love this one. Yeah.
2: Uh, I ran the titles by John Mark. Uh, He thought they were good. (laughs) um okay. ethan how charged is your phone does 24. somebody have a does somebody have a timer it's 24 i got a timer. i got a timer. okay all right so each of you are gonna so 30 second stories how this works ethan is um i give you uh the the premise you get 10 th- seconds to think about it and then you have 30 seconds to tell me a, a like a, a short synapse of the story now i yeah, know like historically the story. you've been really bad at this Right. <laughs> anytime I say, Ethan, what's the book about? You, 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 you like explain the whole book, right? This is 30 <laughs> seconds. You have to think of a story in 30, in 10 seconds and then tell the story in 30, right? Okay. Just like a basic, it's about this, it's about this, it's about this, right? You got it? We're going to start mm-hmm. with Joe and then Josh and you'll be last. All right.
0: Okay.
2: All right. So Joe.
0: Tiny. Um. Yep.
2: Yep your story title right Mm -hmm. your story title is called two cats and a map
1: (laughs) okay
2: yes 10 seconds
1: yeah
0: ready eight nine go all right so there were these two guys that were in the 70s they're super cool dudes um, they were just getting into the disco realm, and they uh, they met this girl at a bar, and she was she had an eye patch and everything. Essentially, through a conversation, they relate to that she relates to them a treasure map, and they go on a hunt for this treasure map. But they're like disco cool cats, you know. So uh, it's it's like a treasure hunting film.
2: <laughs> Two cats and a map. I like nice. it. I like that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was. I. Physical cats. A bit diva. Physical <laughs> cats is what I two had in cats. mind. But I like that. That's I like good. two cats in a map. Um Meow. Yeah. That's good. Meow. <laughs> oh. Okay, Josh. Yeah. Alright, you ready? I'm yes. ready? The title is No More Tylenol. <laughs> you got ten seconds.
1: I'm ready. And go. Okay. There was someone who's working at a store. This is their job. They're like in retail. And they're like, oh, I got a headache one day. They're working, so they go ahead and take some Tylenol. They're like, (laughs) I feel a little better. They take a little bit. Take a little bit more. Take a little bit more. Pretty soon, they had so much Tylenol that they started to give... I don't I don't know what are they doing. I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> Am I?
0: All right, you're yeah. done. I got nothing else. I don't that was know what it. they do with the Tylenol. So you pretty much,
1: your story was lost.
0: a dude bought Tylenol and took it <laughs> and, so and
1: took some more.
2: That he <laughs> died. should have well, said he died. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know.
1: <laughs> what yeah. a great wow. story. A <laughs> no took some tylenol. tylenol a couple no times. No more Tylenol. Oh, no. That's good. <laughs> I <laughs> was kind of. No more Tylenol.
0: That was the name of the film, right? Yeah. The story. No more Tylenol.
2: Yeah. No more Tylenol. (laughs) You you take Tylenol Um, for a headache, right? Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. It's like a pain reliever. Yeah. Um there is a fly in here and I I tried to kill it 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 several times. It's very irritating. Um Okay. Now, but I'm going to tell Ethan the name, but um, if if you guys know of a movie with the same movie title, tell me so I can change it, because I have another title for Ethan if this one's already taken. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your movie title is Never Have I Ever.
0: Okay. i never heard of a film called that. Okay, because
2: the other one Ten was- Ten seconds. The other one was right. boom, out. Ten All seconds right. now.
0: And go.
3: All right. So, Bob, you know, he grew up in Harlem, and he really (laughs) likes sandwiches. He really loves sandwiches. You know, but the problem is he's never had a sandwich because he thinks they're ugly, you know? So he has a real aversion to them. So he goes and he picks up a sandwich. He's like, yo, never have I ever eaten a sandwich and, you know, like ridden on a horse. So his dream is to eat a sandwich and ride on a horse off into the sunset, you know? And, uh and you know
0: and stop <laughs> I like it,
3: it he has an
0: aversion to the way sandwiches look
2: I, th- I think we know way too much about Bob Is when this- uh, we know that his yeah. name is Bob we grew-, grew up in Harlem we know he has an aversion to sandwiches uh,
1: but, he wants, <laughs> but he wants one so no, is this kind of okay. like a love story type thing I don't know But the <laughs>
0: sandwich like a romantic uh, comedy him getting over his uh, aversion to sandwiches maybe yeah a comedy definitely
2: yeah is- <laughs> As much as much as I like that one, I I have to give it to Joe, right? Yeah, cats, cool
0: cats, bro. <laughs> two,
2: two cats, cats and a map. map. Yeah, he wins.
0: <laughs> he wins. Yes, that's the first time I've won this game. Hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah. yeah, two cat. Is it really? It's first time. Oh, nice, Jamar. I nice. said this last week. Jamar, Jamar- always Jamar- wins. <laughs> yeah, Jamar. I won mean, one He, right, he always wins. So, I think I won
2: one. You know? Yeah, he movie. does. He does win a lot. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't have my, my page in front of me. Um, but I think I can remember the points. Um, so the obviously we've introduced Ethan, he's my younger brother, he's a Bible college student. Um, Uh let's talk about, uh, we're going to get into young life Mm -hmm. and, uh, like stories from Ethan's
0: youth. Um,
2: oh, it's Mackenzie.
0: Hi, Mackenzie. <laughs> yeah, we have headphones and she can't hear you. She just, Mackenzie just passed by. <laughs> uh,
2: um, so I have some stories, um, but first I want to hear you guys, uh, if you guys have any specific stories or anything <laughs> you guys want to talk about, about the young um, life of Ethan. <laughs>
0: I got a lot of thoughts and memories and ideas about the young life of Ethan. (laughs) Um, So far, like, I don't know, Ethan, do you have pretty good memory of when you were younger? Yes. Very good memory?
3: Pretty good. I can remember all the way till I was four and I drank some water in the nursery here, actually in this building. Wow, that was your, wait, your
0: earliest memory was drinking water?
2: Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: At the age of four, wow. i started remembering things when i was like seven
2: (laughs) i want to say i want to say my earliest memory was i was probably about four and i was walking out of the house with my parents i think i had some super sick light up sketchers or something on
0: dude (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) some Um, velcro straps yeah some some velcro (laughs) yeah you know
1: got that double velcro strap action yeah you nice. gotta you Still gotta. not cool and cooler than our uh like camo shorts we would wear Dude, no it was Camos. full camo
2: outfit remember full camo <laughs> you guys had a camo hat you had i remember the camo outfit
0: <laughs> yeah ethan how do you remember that we were all so young
2: you remember that
3: huh well i mean i all i could see was your face you were wearing camo practically invisible you know that's how <laughs> i knew <laughs> my
0: I don't know Um, how long that camo phase lasted. Anyways, okay, so Ethan, there's been a lot of things that's gone on in uh, our lives together (laughs) as friends, and also when I didn't really consider you a friend, I considered you a little demon.
3: Well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so time.
0: Yeah, (laughs) okay, so there was a few times. uh, Obviously, you've been you've probably been punished by quite a few. Of adults throughout your life, oh, quite a few definitely. of adults. Yeah, yeah. I remember when my dad punished you one time, or at, <laughs> you are basically on a timeout. I don't know if he gave you a spanking or something, but pretty much you you had like this really hard aggression when you were little. Hmm. Pretty pretty strong aggression, and you did like to punch me in the stomach. Oh yeah. <laughs> often.
3: Yes, I remember. This. Um,
0: you would be like <laughs> tense up, and you'd punch me. And, but you would always tell me before you'd punch me, um, cause I would like flex my abs, whatever I had. Yeah. And I, it was I would cool. avert avert most of the, the strength. <laughs> but there was one time that you just walloped me out of nowhere yeah, without yeah, telling he, he me he you were gonna do it. And my dad saw you do it cause he was basically right, right there. You just weren't paying attention. And you got in trouble, mm. um, by my dad. So that, that was something that stood out to me. Do you remember that moment?
3: Now I definitely remember, you know, punching you, especially here at um, um, in this building, the old charter the charter school building. Now when it was Peach. Street. This was at
0: Maranatha that you did this.
3: I remember you punching punching you here too, but at Maranatha?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be
1: surprised.
3: <laughs> I don't remember very well, but you know, I I probably I probably did. Uh, most memories I have of you are, um, at least when I was little, was the ice caves your
0: house Ooh, icy um, caves.
3: with the pool how do you
0: remember icy caves dog? yeah you were so little i was yeah, i was there was man
3: i remember i remember our yeah. guide he had he was wearing tan and he had a broad-brimmed hat and it was cool I
1: mean.
2: <laughs> yeah he remembers weird details
3: are you
1: a? do you this is weird are do you have like a photographic memory
2: no no no, no. No, I don't. Okay.
1: I am just curious cuz you say you remember it, In like, fact he had tan one of, and
2: one of the one of Ethan's catchphrases as a little little applehead um <laughs> was um I forget a lot. He said I forget a lot all the time.
3: I don't have very good like, short-term memory, like, but I can remember
2: things. Ethan, where long, uh long did you go now. get me that cup? I no. Yeah, and he'd get in trouble. He's like, I forget a lot. I forget a lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: I I do remember you like... I I, I don't want to botch it up because I don't remember the full name, but you called yourself like... You said your middle name was like Green Bean or something like that. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah. Ethan Goforth. He, it was like Ethan Goforth Little John yeah. Green yeah. Bean. Yeah, he something. did. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I remember that. Do he, you
0: remember that catchphrase, dog? I remember. It was, I like, vaguely, it was
2: like Ethan Andrew... <laughs> Little John Green Bean, go forth! Yeah, I'll stop. go <laughs> forth, little John Green Bean, or something. I like
3: definitely that. remember Green Bean now. I, remember the, <laughs> I remember the full
2: catchphrase, but I so, don't remember Green
3: Do you I, I,
0: remember why you chose d- Green Bean? I know <laughs> why. No, no, no. Yeah.
2: He, he really liked. He did like Green Beans a lot
0: as a kid gotcha you loved green that's that's kind of a nerdy thing to like as a kid um
3: i did green was one of my favorite colors and i did like green beans so
0: you're like i want to
2: eat this green color we called you green bean We, we 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 i remember playing a game uh here at the church on sunday um and we called you little green bean or something one time and you just loved you loved being called little green bean you thought it was hilarious it was probably like Daniel or Haley Lily that came oh, up with it. Hey, it was probably, probably Haley Lily. You know, I Hayley. remember we were probably shout out to Haley
0: Lily. Yeah, man. I
2: loved Haley. We were probably playing yeah. house he or school Hayley. or something. <laughs> um, and and yeah, we called you Little Green Bean or something yeah. like that. So, hey, now, what's
1: your actual middle name though?
2: Andrew. It's Andrew. Andrew. Yeah,
1: Ethan, anything
0: Andrew. That, yeah. Something. Ethan, Little green John. Bean. Green Bean. Go yeah. forth.
3: I don't know, but when I was little and I was around Haley, anything that anything that Haley said was law. Yeah, you know, H- oh, yeah. Haley's Haley was in charge. She she was in charge know, as far, Haley was in charge. Yeah.
0: On a on a scale, well, actually, just do you have like a number of how many crushes you've had growing up? <laughs>
3: Not as much as other little boys. You know, when I there's if there's someone who I know and who's ar- who I'm around a lot, then I usually you stick remember to them your like, first Look. crush? Oh. Yes. Kaylee Feliz. She was my first crush. Mm. And, you know, my friend Martin, who actually works at the uh, Mexican place up the street here, would give me Spanish words to tell her <laughs> how much I loved her. Oh. Um, uh, but I can't find her anywhere. She, like, disappeared off the face of the map. I look for her every now and then. We we're really wow, little you're weird. <laughs> I'm to get <laughs> like back, back in contact with one of my best friends. Um, little, no, little see, point, little see, see.
2: um... <laughs> we went to we went to the the little mexican restaurant up by our dollar general it's called chapultepec uh and we walked in and of course the the guy serving our food ethan instantly recognizes him from going to school with him i didn't recognize him and Ethan's wow. like oh yeah. hey it's me ethan from school and he you like knew his name and everything <laughs> his name is martin yes yeah <laughs> i didn't even recognize him
0: ethan so, remembers stuff man yeah so, ethan remembers I, stuff. I wanna
2: you know obviously I want to you know see if we can drum up more stories but I want to yeah, preface let's all get this into the meat of meat I want to preface all this <laughs> by saying by start I want the people to know Ethan uh-huh. as a kid was a demon he was <laughs> no 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 yeah, he was the worst up. behaved kid he he was rambunctious he never stopped moving he always found a way to get into anything and everything um that could climb mischief and he could climb um when he was real little he was he was really he wasn't fat he was chunky right so (laughs) so you know he always liked to hit he liked to bite you know oh gosh uh, he was just but the worst i was
0: scared of you man yeah. because you would bite like <laughs> a- a- i was like okay i can take would, the stomach would, punches i can take, take it if fits, he jumps on my back
2: and yeah he, w- he would take fits and he would scream oh and he would uh, just just the worst mm-hmm. just the worst <laughs> really really just and, the worst
0: and, really the word this is this is the reason you're on today this is the reason why it brought you is because we just wanted to publicly say ethan you were the worst <laughs> <here." Wait. laughs>
3: i would not i would not be surprised i would not be surprised if i was
2: i was possessed i would not be you weren't possessed i mean Try. i, mean, no, definitely I not possessed. acted like it you acted like it sometimes
0: um i think you had a direct correlation with attention getting and uh-huh. the way you would get well, it probably the way you behaved which was mm-hmm. bad basically and sugar and never you enjoyed helped. the attention
2: sugar never helped no he was always mm-hmm. the sugar made him hyper certain dyes made him hyper red like dye, red 40, dye 40, yellow, yellow dye 40, 40. 40 orange 40
1: yeah i do remember that you oh, there was always like we were eating something and then there was always ethan's version of eating something that was like <laughs> sugar free totally yeah, yeah ethan could never mm-hmm.
0: have sugar um Okay, but that I I gotta I gotta touch back on the biting thing, man. Because bye, Mackenzie. <laughs> bye, you, Mackenzie. <laughs> she can't hear you. I know. But, uh, um, but the biting thing was rough because you. So you would do things like you would you liked me, I, I think you liked most people, but you also loved just <laughs> brutal. um brutal uh, brutal altercations, you know? And yes. so you would bite until they bleed. It was like a catchphrase. Or not a catchphrase, but it was like a, a thing you did, you know? And so you would jump on my back and you would wrap your arm around it. And I know if I grabbed you and I tensed the muscles of my neck, you couldn't squeeze hard enough. Like you didn't have enough strength to put me on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I could take your punches and your headbutts and <laughs> I <remember> kicks, <laughs> anything really. But if you freaking if you got too close, I knew you would start biting. Like if you felt like you weren't doing enough damage. (laughs) And so I I was scared to death of you biting. So you would jump on my back, I'd be like, if this is all I have to deal with, I'm good. But if he starts biting, I'm gonna freak out. Because I I can't stand biting, because your jaw is like one of the strongest things on you and you have these little sharp choppers. Especially as a little (laughs)
3: kid, your teeth are like incisors. Oh. yeah
0: and also you have no you have no reference of how strong your jaw is when you're a little kid
2: yeah he <laughs> uh uh but the ethan ethan had trouble losing fights especially as a real little kid uh anytime you know you got him in a as some sort of body lock or something you had him there you'd be like all right we're done now we're done we're done fighting <laughs> <laughs> and you let go of him, of course he'd attack you again. Once you let yeah. go, he'd be elbowing and biting and whatever. He had real trouble, he got really upset uh, when he lost fights.
0: Okay, I'm curious then. Ethan, what's the, cause you have a good memory. What, yes. What's going on through your head during this period of time when you were so terribly violent? Like what, what was going on? I know you probably don't tap into your younger self as much um, which by the way you're only like 5 years younger than me. I always thought it was so much more than that. Yeah. He's but you're not that much three, younger than me. three years younger. No, he's 20. I'm 20. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. He's Is only real? like 5 years younger than me. I I always thought it would be like 8 years younger or something, but um no. but, but going back like what why what caused this kind of behavior, you think?
3: Um well for one I didn't have any friends. All mm-hmm. I had was Slater all I have was Slater and Karis Gaddy here at church mm-hmm. and I only saw them once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have didn't I didn't really have I had friends at school, you know, and I enjoy I enjoyed my friends here, but I never did anything with them. I only saw them here at school. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's never I never did anything with my friends. Um, occasionally Every, once every couple months, we do something with the gaddies.
2: You know, it's, well, it's because people dreaded inviting us over to their house. <laughs> yeah, because, because, of, because of you. you. Um, so I didn't. I never really learned
3: how to act around people. Uh-huh. Um, and I I really did have trouble controlling myself. I had no I had no ability to restrain my anger. I had no motive to. You know, I really had no reason to. Um, in my mind, when I lo- when I got in fights and when I lost fights, all I could think of was, um, man, I can't lose this, you know, cause it, it, yeah. it was, it was, it to me, it was like I was losing something valuable because mm. in a childlike way, the ability to have power over someone was, yes. you know, it, it, I don't know. I,
2: I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed. It. I was a beast.
0: It was to walk mm. around knowing what the the food chain was. You know what I mean. And,
2: and that fu- food chain was Ethan's on top. Yeah, exactly. And if I wasn't, and if he you know,
0: wasn't on top, he was going to figure out a way to be on top.
2: That's that's yeah. why he he really hated uh, discipline. He hated getting mm. discipline because he knew yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, because now control. he's like,
0: oh, this is like a fight. I need to be. I need yeah. to be fighting you. Mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> um, okay, so. Um we prom, I promise I don't want to bash you the whole time, man. I'm just really wanting to get into psychology a little bit. Yeah, go or ahead. At least man. what was going through your head. Um Do you remember any really big blowouts? Yes. From behavior that you had. <laughs> um but also I want you to also comment on do you think having until you're until Lydia came along and then Maddie, you were the younger one and you had two older brothers. I would say I've known you guys and your family, and our parents have known each other. So my dad and my mom has insight on your guys' family that they would get tell me and Joshua. You know, yeah. Um, so we know that your dad, Mark, he he was a little bit more. He was he was chill, but he's 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 a more reckless individual. So he's going to be like, you know, I don't know. I think like the wilderness survival more crazy uh experiences that you yes. guys tend to find yourself in is a direct correlation because you're a go forth <laughs> and yeah. the way that your dad and you know his his family is related on to you guys so i think that's a part of it but what do you think played into it by just having wyatt and jamark as older brothers and you are the third in line of you know in the go forth family i guess at the time
3: well having jamark and wyatt as older brothers they did everything together You know, Mm. and like I said, I didn't have any anything anyone to do anything with. You know, it was just it was me, the uh, the implement of my discipline, whether it was a glue stick, a belt. You know, and being put (laughs) somewhere, whether it's glue stick in the corner right there, in the corner or on the bed. You know, most of the time I was, I was by myself. He was in trouble. I was in trouble. He was in trouble all the time. Most of the time, Mm -hmm. um, Daddy was um. At the time, on the road a lot, you know, he was an over-the-road mm-hmm. truck driver, and he was out doing a lot, so um, he wasn't there all the time to keep me reined in as much. Mm-hmm. And man, I was terrible to my mom, <laughs> um, but yeah, she she did she she would spank me, and when I needed it, and you know, but back then I didn't take it very well. It just seemed to make yeah. things worse. Um, but I think a, a lot of it was so just a detriment my social skills you know well, he i didn't have any
2: me and john mark were uh john mark was the storyteller right so he would mm-hmm. make up the story i would Still add in a lot of ways i would add to the story um and so we could create worlds that we could run into right mm-hmm. if they were always in the front yard and it was always time travel or easy to to play with each other and we did it even when we were super super little and ethan was either a real little baby or he wasn't around we had a little um did did you guys ever have one of those things you sit on and it's got a wheel and you spin it those things Mm -hmm. right well john mark and i had one of those and we would lock our legs we both sit you know uh indian style and lock our legs together and spin it and it it was balance each other out well it was a time machine yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, yeah. It had a yellow bottom. Yeah. It had a yellow bottom and a turquoise top. Yeah. And yeah. so.
0: Dude, oh, I, the world looked crazy. Like when uh-huh. you see someone it riding was, it, they're just like kind of mildly well, going yes. fast. <laughs> yeah, but when, <laughs> but you're, when you're on, you're on it, that thing and you're spinning, oh, the dude, world we, is a blur. We, we,
1: both, we
2: had two hands on it. We were spinning fast. Yeah.
0: So. so you guys are like over under, over under. Right. <laughs> so Ethan. Spinning out crazy. Ethan.
2: More. Uh, I don't think had you don't I don't think you had quite an understanding of what we were doing. No, I didn't. In our in our imaginary worlds, we had a specific storyline that we were coming up with, and you were always like, "Well, I am the potato god, and I <laughs> sprinkle <laughs> potatoes, and I have a massive sword, and I could kill all you guys, right?"
1: <laughs> a- and we're like, <laughs> "No,
2: we traveled to you know a yellow planet and." Uh, there's you know dinosaurs that we're you know taming yeah and and no it wasn't <laughs> like that for ethan just wanted to he wanted to make up his
0: own thing
3: and I wanted to, i yeah. wanted i wanted power and I wanted Right. You know, <laughs> I wanted everything. You look yeah. at my stick Dude, drawings. you were
0: naturally, you're probably naturally an older sibling that didn't happen to be the oldest sibling. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you look at my <laughs> stick drawings, my stick drawings, they had everyone died in my stick drawings. Mm-hmm. Even when you found the one who would win <laughs> on my stick drawings with the amid all the arrows and the swords and the giants. And you would look at my stick drawings somewhere in there. There was a bomb ready to blow. No one yeah. will win. <laughs> I who drew, I who
2: created this little stick page of warriors
1: yeah. was yeah. the
2: winner. No, there was no. There was always he. He did. He drew these a lot, and they were always like, uh, "This is gonna roll, and it's gonna land on this guy, which is gonna bounce this up, which is gonna kill this guy." You know, it was one of those um, uh, mouse traps. Uh, yeah, mouse trap type things. One thing did mm-hmm. a- until, and you're like. And you're like, oh, okay, so this guy who started here wins, right? No, there was always like a bunker at the bottom that said like bomb five hundred million <laughs> or something, and it would blow up and kill everybody. Um, yeah, the creator. So there was couldn't ever winner.
0: be you couldn't you couldn't create a story where there was ever anybody that made it out.
2: No,
3: everyone had to die. I'm the <laughs> potato god. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: or green bean god.
3: Yeah. So that was
2: that was uh. So I think it he also he also had no filter. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Ethan had zero filter. He he did he didn't it still doesn't understand jokes. I'm going to make I that understand clearer. more, but he not understands as much. more, but you can still if you're looking in his eyes when you tell a joke, <laughs> so you'll see sometimes that he he's like nodding his head and he's like laughing, like he's really good at faking it, but you'll see like it went over his head.
0: Right. <laughs> like you you can tell when a joke really latches onto someone's soul, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And
2: and Ethan's <laughs> Ethan's connected really connected on a deep at, level. And I don't know what that I don't know honestly uh uh Josh our cousin Josh, me and Josh talked about this when we were young. We honestly thought you were on the spectrum. I probably I probably am a little bit. Just on the very right? t- I probably am. am. No. Because like
1: on the very just <laughs> some
2: things oh. some things right like just don't connect just with don't me. they, they don't make sense they don't make, yeah we well and you know we didn't know because you would run around like even in the store you would run around like right just out yeah. of your mind okay so
3: let's let's move on from my young life unless you have any other significant yeah. points. Uh, well did you guys have stories I wanted stories That'd probably be more as I was getting a little bit older. Yeah, you would you would be older. so little little me little me was demon, you know, bad. just ter- just terrible. And I almost That's drowned in your pool once. I do remember that. No, okay,
0: I want you to tell that story, but okay. I will say, Ethan. Honestly, uh, most of the stories they don't they don't have a great direction. Like almost all the memories I have of you, it's not that they end in a bad place. It's that. They usually all end with being like, "Oh, that Ethan's a bad kid." Come on, Wyatt and Jamar, <laughs> no, let's go hang out. I can't yeah. believe he's your brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they always like, end with.
2: They always end with it's me avoiding st- you. It's yeah. St- well, it starts out with everybody's having fun. Ethan does <laughs> something and gets in trouble for the rest of the day, and we don't have to hang out with him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, right. We're yeah, just waiting for that works. point of the day. We're right. just waiting for it to come. So, <laughs> but, and all of the stories are kind of like that. Like you know, it be and and, and like I said, Ethan had, didn't have any filter. So like, especially when uh, I, I uh knew was you knew over. it was coming. You knew it was coming, right, Josh? We we've mentioned before that Josh gets really bad poison ivy. Uh, <laughs> and and he you know he puffs up and and it was it's <laughs> oh man he's in pain and it it's was, basically
0: leprosy for yeah bit. it was
2: yeah <laughs> no it was it was horrible and it was horrifying as a kid and yeah. and we we hated when Josh couldn't do stuff with us and he looked like a pickle
1: <laughs> 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 and, uh,
2: Ethan and we were all we all felt so bad and you know he looked like the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> And we all, I mean, have- I
0: remember J- Josh Goforth, your guy's cousin. He, uh, he even mentioned it on the podcast yeah. with him. He would be like, in the middle of the day, guys, I wonder if Josh is okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. And well, Ethan, um, I don't remember exactly what you said, but I think it was something like, you look hideous or something. Like that. <laughs> Josh, do you remember what he said?
1: I yeah, I, I don't it was I,
0: something I like you look just
1: so ugly. This right? tried because
0: <laughs> I think I Ethan, I mean, do you did you think like okay, he has poison ivy this is gonna go away? Or like everything's <laughs> gonna be okay. No, I it's just like he's he's has a breakout. Like what what did you think about the poison ivy? Were you like, oh, he's deformed, it's his life now. <laughs> no,
3: I didn't think like that. I thought I thought, Josh has poison, I'm, I'm going to try to put myself in my shoes back then, Josh has poison ivy, he's not going to be able to do anything with us, you know, and I, when I w- said whatever I said, I was genuinely sorry for Josh, you know, <laughs> um, yes, I didn't know how thing. to tell him, Josh. I feel so bad for you. I wish you could do stuff with us. I just told him what
2: he looked like. Gosh, you look terrible. You look ugly. (laughs) So it wasn't out of a sense of genuinely wanting to be mean. I think he said, like, you look scary or something like that. You look so scary or disgusting or something like that. And it just... hurt your feelings so bad. I remember hurting your, I remember it hurting
3: your feelings. I did a, did I, yeah. did I apologize? I can't remember.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but uh, this it's is too my- Too late to apologize yeah. if you're gonna plan on doing that now, sir. No, <laughs> this this is won't. the midnight special, and I know uh, we can say basically cool what we want on here, uh-huh. so I'm not gonna hold back. <laughs> go this is me as an
0: adult, Wyatt and Ethan. <laughs> oh,
3: wow, hey. Thank, you. hey. thank you.
0: What the heck, Joshua? <laughs> now I gotta go freaking bleep out stuff. Yeah, no, it's it. okay. No, I'm not I'll keep that in. Um, Gosh, dang it.
2: No, I remember Ethan got in. Dude, Ethan got in so much no. trouble for
1: that. Yeah, I mean as now, I mean I'm I'm adult, so I don't take it under any real like stride or anything. I I kind of know it was when we were kids, but Yeah. You don't know, you don't need to apologize or anything. But, no, it all was All right,
0: let's let's move past this cuz that <laughs> Joshua's pissed yeah, me off it, now. Let's go. Let's go. All right. All right, Ethan. I want to know. Well, actually, Wyatt, you're the czar. I'm sorry. Um, you, do, you, do you want to take this in a specific direction? Are you curious about something? Because I just want to. I want to ask uh, Ethan some questions, but we can. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, Ethan. We talk yes. a lot about films and stuff on this this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know what is your genre? What's your film? What what, oh, yes. what kind of stories? That you was one you of my. Into? That was one of my questions. <laughs> okay, we're on the same link, Wyatt. We think the same way, dog.
3: Now. My film.
0: So. Are you like a action? You
1: a drama? You? With, I think he's a love story kind of. Yeah. Guy. Are you with John Mark and like a romantic comedy
0: guy? With John Mark? Now, what do you? Oh, that a I've never really been.
3: <laughs> I've never really been big on rom coms. I'm more of an action, action okay. kind of action adventure kind Ethan. of guy.
2: No, nah, I, I don't. Don't be. But me.
3: I do like Pride and Prejudice.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
2: I doesn't? do
3: like the old Pride and Prejudice. You know. Don't no. The Austin. new one. I hate Jane Eyre. <laughs>
2: What? Uh, Don't be. uh, What's wrong with
3: the new new *Pride and Prejudice*? No, I like the movie *Pride and Prejudice*, but I don't like other things by whoever Jane. Jane Jane, by Jane Austen, like *Jane Eyre*. I don't like that movie
2: and other ones. But um, Ethan loved musicals. Oh man, I love Mm, musicals. So we were talking talking about musicals. We were talking about musicals last week, um, Uh and that I was actually thinking about bringing Ethan to that one. But uh, I didn't want I didn't want bringing Ethan to sort of overshadow musicals.
1: Yeah, gotcha. So well then, uh, tell tell us about that. Yeah, Ethan. let's talk about musicals a little bit.
3: Okay, so I, I really, really, really enjoyed musicals like Seven Brides or Seven Brothers, um, <laughs> The Sound of Music, uh, uh, all Mary, of, all of Mary the Poppin. Mary Mary Poppins, um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That yep. was a good one all of I the like old classics, disney yeah. movies where they would sing and stuff like yeah, that i like really those i those i was always very uh musically oriented you know i really mm-hmm. always enjoyed that um yeah so those are actually probably some my favorite movies would be movies with music in them do you have now uh do you have a favorite movie a favorite movie yeah favorite um,
1: movie favorite song and you want to sing it for us <laughs>
2: you know, no, you, no. Like uh, I'm not talking about just musicals. Uh, just overall, do you have a favorite movie? Uh, probably my overall yeah. favorite movie would probably be um,
3: what's it called? Uh, the Princess Bride. Hey, now, that's mine. Well, I'm sorry. That's nice, it's mine too. But one one of my favorite really long mo- really long movies. One of my favorites. Gladiator. Yep. Gladiator. Oh, Gladiator. And Ben Hur.
0: Ben Hur, the old one.
3: Oh yeah, Charlton Heston. Wow, Mm. that's a good one.
0: That's a long film, dude. What what about that do you like so much?
3: Well, um, I really like the way Charlton Heston like bites off all of his words. It's like really entertaining. <laughs> yeah, he really the way they did, talk, it. he just bites off every single one of his words. The Lord is my God, and, <laughs> and he, did, he <laughs> with his, teeth, with his like, teeth. Yeah, throw the spear, <laughs> No masala. Away.
0: I've never heard it no described that way. That's great. <laughs> he
3: did, Charlton Huston really did. <laughs> but um, now that I think about it, yeah. So what else? What were you asking about the musicals?
0: We're just, I'm just trying to get to know what's your, uh, what's your thing. Yeah. You know? Generally now, with films nowadays, and stories nowadays, and whatnot.
3: I don't really watch movies all that much. Um, I don't enjoy watching movies unless it's with other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You, know, you know that?
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm fine. TV shows. I'm fine with watching TV shows by myself. Um, yeah. But movies, I got to watch them with someone to really enjoy them. Okay. Well, we do like Are You into watching. any
1: books? You reading any books then? Because that's stories
3: okay um so i I, I love i love fiction i love yep fantasy me and wyatt's evolution of books is actually really interesting we started out in you know classic mystery and then we kind of evolved into modern science fiction and fantasy with all of the ones back in, in between there
2: it started with because the um well, it started, of course, with reading, reading Hardy Boys and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But when we found, uh, it was Librivox, Librivox, was public domain, all public domain, right? Tarzan, mm-hmm. Dude, stuff like we that. We listened to just everything. Uh, I I will say that Ethan's favorite movie as a kid was Tarzan. Yeah, like the cartoon Solid Disney,
1: it's good. Yeah, Solid no, movie. we
2: we That's got great. up in the morning and we'd have to sneak and and turn on something and make sure it was turned down so that. Because every time, Ethan would run in, push us out of the way, and put in Tarzan. Or Dora. (laughs) Or Dora. Um, And then at Grandmama's house, it was Spirit. Oh, yes. He loves Spirit. And and then Lydia loves Spirit, so we got a double dose of Spirit. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Uh,
2: It was Tarzan,
3: and then Spirit, and then Tarzan, and then Spirit right after. Do you remember
0: remember the aspect of those films that you like so much?
3: It was Tarzan. He's powerful. (laughs) He's powerful. <laughs> he's powerful. He's powerful. He's <laughs> powerful, and he can do everything that I want to do. He can surf on vines. He can he can climb. Um, he's, uh-huh. he's he's he can beat up a gorilla, and yeah. mm-hmm.
2: you know he was awesome. And then Spirit obviously was a, a headstrong, uh, you know take nothing from nobody kind of horse, horse you know right? power right yeah. so there's always and, an element and of then of power. course there was you know yeah. phil collins and brian adams freedom mm. yeah
0: oh, freedom yeah. the music freedom. yeah the music i think that's Wonderful. a big part of it
2: yes freedom
0: self-sovereignty
2: yeah <laughs> right um yeah that, yeah that was actually one of my points movies and things
1: yeah. that's um, good um i have a question um, I remember when we were younger, you'd always be like doing push ups, pull ups, and you were always pretty active. Are you still pretty active?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm still pretty active. I don't do as many push ups and pull ups, but if I discover that I'm gaining weight, even if it's just like
2: two, three, four pounds, I'm push ups, pull ups. So, so Ethan mm. had a head start, I don't right, like, uh, over <laughs> over John Mark and I uh, because he didn't eat sugar at all. Mm hmm. And we don't have fast immune systems, right? Yeah. So we gain weight fast and easy. Um, so Ethan didn't eat sugar, um, and he doesn't eat bread. He, you know, he he That's has crazy, other man. other self put upon dietary restrictions, um, mm-hmm. and so Ethan's very fit and He works yeah. outside and he does lawn maintenance and care. Mm-hmm. He's very strong. He's very fit. Show him your
1: muscles. I or I haven't done much <laughs> in a while. Muscles. I want to see. I want to see. Come on.
0: Yeah. Help me out here, man. There you go. You You're not a that big. Shirt, man.
2: I'm more strong
3: in my chest. That's
0: solid, dude. Mm-hmm. you can but, tell when do, you see it. Do this it, one though. here. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. You can yeah. tell you got <laughs> your body is like. Built, you know, not he's, just muscle-wise, but your bones are strong. You know, his his like chest solid is very strong. Yeah, very strong. Chest. I'd yeah, rather have skin. a
3: stronger, stronger, chest and back than arms, because all the support from your arms and comes and from, and your, comes chest from and your chest. We were at the gym one time in Pennsylvania, and there was this, Remember that the big burly? <laughs> oh game? yeah. And he was doing those. <laughs> he was sitting on the ground with his legs on front of him, and he grabbed two bars and pulled weights
2: back like that right all the way up mm-hmm. you know i yep. mean this dude was this dude was probably about a foot taller than ethan huge arms uh, <laughs> big massive arms and just you you knew it just from his sheer body weight that if he, he could just lean back but he was like he was just pulling on <laughs> these things right uh yep. his face was red he was puffing and then Ethan gets down, doesn't take any of the weight off, and just goes, just pulls back. <laughs> I, no, and this, I put more on there, You put more on there. After This I did dude it. looks at him like, wow. He's a little guy. He's a little guy, and he just he just outdid me a little bit. Yeah. Um,
0: I think also, because you've been doing workouts since you were pretty young. You're probably mm-hmm. the youngest dude I know that's started working out at yeah. such a young age. One of the So things... you figured out you figured out like physical muscle and physical strength mm-hmm. and probably physical control doing pull ups and things of this nature with balance than any other person I've done. You've been in the you've been experienced. You know your body's capabilities and how to maneuver mm-hmm. correctly, you know?
3: But I will not do a backflip. Never asked me to do one. Because I have <laughs> always had a very, very um
2: Heavy fear about hurting my neck. oh boo! You you did a backflip once and hurt your neck. Well, it I, took I'll us do anything <laughs> but a backflip. It took us. It took us months and months and months to get up the 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 get over the fear of doing a backflip on our trampoline. Uh, uh-huh. And when when he finally did a backflip, he hurt his neck. But
3: then backflip
0: on a trampoline's easy, dude. Oh, right. I can do backflips and frontflips on trampolines,
3: hurt. but. You know, on the on the actual ground, I'm too afraid to still.
0: Right, but mm. I mean, could, I'm pretty afraid, afraid to do it. Do oh, I know also. I
3: could do it. You know, I just yeah. Pay me. Put your head.
0: It. it puts your your most valuable thing in a vulnerable position with your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, if you could do like a back handspring, you got pretty limber, and you could do that. Then that kind of protects your head. Mm-hmm. But if you're just trying to do a backflip, you're 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 putting something at risk there. You know. Mm-hmm. Same if you do it off a diving board. I mean, there's still something solid that could be in your way when you come down. Yeah, right? On yeah. A diving board. You don't jump out far enough. Um, how many, how many years do you think you've been working out? Like, what age were you?
3: Oh, I was. Pr- I, when I when I started to actively work out, it was probably yeah. around when I started when I got my iron gym. I was eight. I was eight Mm. when I got my iron gym. I still have my iron gym, Um, though all the pads are worn off and there's duct tape on it. But I got it when I was eight from my grandmother, and then from that point on, I started you know doing stuff like that, push ups and pull ups, and of course we had karate when we when we were seven, and then a little bit in Pennsylvania, and you know that always kept the motivation up. But I think the biggest thing for me was. My dad told me one time. He said, "Ethan, you ha- you have to work hard and to keep the weight off. You mm-hmm. know, to keep from gaining weight until you are, you know, done going through puberty, so that you won't have which to, I didn't do. Yeah, so that you won't have to struggle with your weight when you're older." And he told mm-hmm. me that, and he said one thing that you know will accomplish that is not eating sugar and not eating bread, mm-hmm. and from that point on you know i was a lot more active in in keeping myself from eating sugar
2: and uh, mm-hmm. you know yeah. working out that also helped with mom That's... and daddy not having to make sure you stayed away from sugar
3: yeah
1: i did That's treat really every now, cool now that, though
0: but, yeah i had never heard someone explain that to me about if you can get through puberty and keep yourself at a manageable weight or I don't know, ratio of fat that you have on your body that that changes the way you'll be going into adulthood. I didn't know. Like, I had never thought of that. Is that yeah. something that your dad, like, discovered with you, or was he something you told all of you guys? Uh, I
2: don't well, know.
3: He, he told me. <laughs> I remember him distinctly telling me that. I don't know
2: if he told them that. I don't know. We, we were already kind of, you know, chub. We're always, yeah. <laughs> uh, we were already chubby. <laughs> You're just a little thicker. Chubby. Yeah. No, 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 we, we, we were chubby little kids. They were chunky,
3: yeah. I, I okay, you so, know, oh, this, this is a funny a memory.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're not that chunky, actually, right now, man. I've no, lost, lost a lot of weight. You've lost quite a bit of weight, dude. I was seeing those pictures. I already talked to you about that. Um, but I remember when I was when I was young, it was probably pre-puberty. We would see each other maybe twice a year, mm. once at camp, we would go to Georgia once and then we'd see you guys. Um, so we'd see you guys about twice a year. I remember for a little while, I don't know why, but I always thought like, okay, if I like, I didn't like have a sense. I didn't really start working out much until I was like 12 or 13, mm-hmm. right? That was that earliest period of time, literally on the cusp in the process of puberty was when I started noticing. But before that, I didn't really care. Um, so I, I started like getting a little young guy belly when I was younger. Right. And I remember thinking, you know, I noticed Wyatt and Jamarc when I see them, especially Jamarc. he, he gets a little belly too. So I was like, as long as I'm like the same, the same size as them, I'm good. But I remember, (laughs) I remember, um, I would get a little belly and then I would see you guys next and Jamark would have a little bit more of a belly than I did <laughs> and then I was like "Oh, last I have about the same as I saw what he had last time but he's got more because we would go swimming, we'd take our shirts off, yeah. stuff like that and then uh, I would come back and I'd have a little bit more of a belly and I'd be like I'm good, surely he hasn't gotten any more of a belly and Jamark would have a little <laughs> bit more of a belly next time I would see him. <laughs> And I remember that distinctly. I don't know how that story ends. I think I started hitting puberty and I realized, oh, this belly thing's not healthy. Yeah, <laughs> and so I started do the doing the pull-ups and I started trying to work out and then I got mm-hmm. in Boy Scouts and that forced me to do more working out and stuff. Um, but then th- I remember that that at young <laughs> at young age, like I think guys need to hear that. They need to be like, puberty, you're gonna want to be healthy and fit. So like, maybe you don't have to think about being healthy or just like just yeah. let them know manual
3: manual labor manual labor helps a lot mm. when we were in Pennsylvania uh, we never had time during the summer to cut firewood and chop it up because we always had camp and getting things ready and cutting grass so all through the winter you know we would chop wood yeah we would mm-hmm. you know or, or stack wood or, or move wood we were constantly doing things with you know lumber and mm-hmm. that for for me, that was probably my biggest source of muscle building was yeah. processing wood yeah. through the winters.
0: That's really solid though, man. Did you Did you guys ever think of that, like pre-puberty before you even thought about really what your body looked like as something that mattered? Did you yeah. guys ever think about that? I know mm. Ethan Ethan said he did. Ethan did. I, um, I, I don't know that I- He got I a heads th- up from I, his dad.
2: I don't know that I thought about it as much. Um, Probably because I was so confident as a kid in my personality. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious. I I, Yeah, I I know. My personality was, I was confident.
0: confident. Yeah, you're very confident.
2: Um, So I don't think I thought about my body image as much. Mm -hmm. I think about it more now as an Mm -hmm. adult, like weight wise, you know, got to stay, got to try. I've been trying not to eat as much, obviously. Uh, I I think it's important to stay beneath a certain amount of calories. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then, and then once you've done that for a while, your body gets used to it, and it doesn't want to eat a lot of food. It makes you sick. With
3: with me, it was the opposite. You know, I I didn't I did everything, so I wasn't thinking about you know my body as much. Um, I thought about my personality a lot because I was not confident in my personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even it, na- even now
2: I focus a it lot. Took a on acting, you know? it, it took a long time acting. You know, it took a long time. Uh, I I spent a lot of time with Ethan trying to get him to understand social cues and understand jokes and understand uh, when to talk, when not to talk, when to say what Mm -hmm. you're thinking, when to let an idea that everyone else has talked about, but you're still holding on to it, when to let that go, Um, (laughs) you know, and and. Even my laugh is manufactured.
3: It's not anymore because it's become a part of me. But for a long time, I I practiced my laugh. Practiced, yeah.
0: Because mm-hmm. you didn't want... Like it. in front of the mirror?
2: Huh? Not as much
0: in like front in of front the of-
2: mirror, but... So so sometimes you'll notice if you're hanging out with Ethan that some of his motion... Not motions, but some of his... Some of the way, ways that he acts is robotic mm-hmm. because some of his... Uh, so, some of the things he does is practiced. Right? Gosh, yeah. I told him, I remember telling him a long time ago, I said, if you can't, um, if you can't, if you feel like you're not fitting in, you're not acting like everyone else, just pretend. <laughs> I told him, <laughs> yeah. you remember that conversation when I said, just pretend, mm-hmm. pretend like you get the joke pretend like you understand do watch everyone else and do what they do right he's gotten that's, pretty that's good pretty
0: smart though and
2: and and unlike me where i i pretended to do things until um i understood and incorporated it i think you incorporate mm-hmm. you've incorporated things it's taken you a long time you've yeah. incorporated things but i still think but you still act Mm-hmm. I act I do a lot it's, of acting it's more second nature now mm-hmm. but you still act because you know otherwise you would just be like sitting there like, like Mark Zuckerberg mm-hmm. right just like <laughs> no emotions you think on your Ethan,
0: face Ethan has the potential of being a Mark Zuckerberg without he, you and your social dynamic
2: No, he he's very um,
3: I took an online personality test and it labeled me a, as a homicidal
2: maniac um, mm. For real? He,
3: yes, for real.
2: He, <laughs> wow. Well, because he he he, uh, um, a lot of times I, it's just I think, especially in social gatherings, is just not too interested in what everyone else is doing, or he would rather listen.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I want to I in social gatherings I want to do something that has it that has meaning. Yeah. You know? You want to do something. Ethan's always been a- about that. Play, let's play some cards. Let's play a game. Let's do something. I don't want to sit and look at things on my phone and and yeah. you know. S- I never stuff had like anything that. to talk about, right. so I wanted to. Uh, yeah, do something you, active. You, you you had trouble talking with people, and so you you did. You wanted to do something, right? To include yourself. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this ethan when it when it comes to people ethan doesn't know people that ethan Mm -hmm. knows people that know ethan rather i should say um act different around ethan uh because they grew up with him they know what he was Mm -hmm. like when he was little uh people ethan doesn't know some somehow Ethan gets along with other people that he's never met before. Better than anyone else I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're yeah. standing in line at Golden Corral and he's standing there with the dude just chatting him up, just the the dude just <laughs> smiling, having a good time, standing there, talking to Ethan. Um, and that, or he goes, he goes to, uh, he goes to mow the grass at where my dad works. And Mm -hmm. he goes to the coffee shop downtown and he meets people there and just talks to them, (laughs) just gets to know them. This morning, who'd you meet? Who'd you meet today? um, A
3: woman named an older lady named Pamela Harper. She's the CEO of um, um, some kind of luxury travel magazine.
0: Are you and, kidding, dude? Uh, no. <laughs> you just I'm go not. and talk
3: to people. I'm not. She was talking. She was talking. I heard the word conservative when she came in, when she was talking to people. Um, <laughs> and I, I tossed, some, I, I baited her, you know, I baited her <laughs> into talking to me. And then when she got her stuff, she sat down and we talked for about half an hour about um, about politics and about missions and ministry and Bible college. And and then we mm. even had a prayer meeting in in the coffee shop with with people around us,
2: it was just—it was really—it was cool. It was Ethan cool. just yeah. talks to people, and he's really good
0: at it. He's that's really all, that's good fascinating, at to Ethan. When you're going through this process of talking or meeting or baiting people, as you use the term, would you say that you you're able to connect with them on an on, a, on an intellectual level, not intellectual level, on an emotional level, or are you do you know the cues because of this process of learning? learning how to be social learning how to connect with people have you sort of learned cues and have figured out this is the process we have to go through and you're very um aware of the human condition to where you have figured out how to engage in that and you're not you're not stopped by your own your own head of telling you well it might be awkward or might maybe they're not interested in talking to me um,
3: a lot of a lot of the time I I usually think this could be awkward first, but if I if they say something that gives me an in, you know, people want to talk to you, especially if you're going to talk about what they like.
0: You're you a good know, looking guy, too. So I'm sure that people want to talk to you.
3: Well, you know, I, I wouldn't <laughs> say that about myself, you know, because yeah, cause you're humble. Well, thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> but anyway, when talking to when talking to people, the first thing you want to do is connect on an emotional level. Um, mm-hmm. Connecting on an intellectual level um, is is easier. But what you want to do to establish real connection is connect on an emotional level. You know, because mm-hmm. that you want to sympathize with others, and you know, if you can empathize with others, let them know that, yeah, that even you though you're strangers, care. you care. Well, that's how, that's what what how tactics do you get
0: mm-hmm. to to allow to what cuz do what you're saying you have to essentially figure out what does this person care about and how am I going to be able to connect with them and sympathize with them to hit the points of something that's going to cause them to think that you are someone worth talking to mm-hmm. so what is the process you go through to figure out what's important to that person
3: um usually I ask someone about God. That always mm-hmm. that always provokes some kind of emotional response. That and always you're, provokes you're in a way process
0: of becoming a preacher boy. So yeah, that
3: always gives yeah. me a way. You know, into into the way that they think. Yeah. With this, with the and that's a
0: very emotion. That's a very personal question uh-huh. for most that's people. That's
2: always a very personal question. And even if they say, "Oh, I'm an atheist. I'm agnostic. I'm," uh, you know. Pantheist, Hebrew, Hebrew, um, Mm -hmm. Judeo Jewish, yeah, Jewish is what I'm thinking.
3: Yeah, Yeah, Um, we like those
1: Jews around here. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we love Jews. Yes, Um,
3: (laughs) yeah, it tells you how that what they think, it tells you, it
2: gives you insight into their mind. And even so, even if they disagree with the way you believe, you can find sort of an um, you, you touch an emotional nerve mm-hmm. right because people feel strongly about religious matters
0: right when even you, if they're not religious yeah when you
3: mention religion
2: life death
3: eternity and mm-hmm. what do I do about it those are the, those it are the questions so much that mm-hmm. come to mind and then you you become a person that has insight even if you don't believe the same the same way you automatically they
2: know that you've thought about it and that means right. something to people. That means something to people that you've thought about it. Yeah. Right. And that and and that, you know, you care. Yeah. Right? When so so even if and you know, even if somebody who's of a different uh belief system, you know, or somebody who uh just is a completely different person, right? You know, they, they know if you're if you're a Christian, mm-hmm. right? If you're a professing Christian like you are, uh uh and they know that you're going to say when they say, yeah, my grandmother's in the hospital, you're going to care.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you need to if you tell someone that you're going to pray for the person and you're genuine, they, they, they know it. They can tell, you know, um, it's but with other Christians, with other Christians, the uh, making connection with them is when, when you ask them, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord And Savior, you know, do you believe He's God? Has He died on the cross for your sins? You know, have you received Him, you know, in your life? Talking about Mm -hmm. salvation and talking about the gospel with other Christians, even if they're more contemporary or whether they're more conservative or they just say they have a knowledge about God, you know, then that goes a long way into moving from stranger
2: to acquaintance to friend.
0: You know, yeah, that's fascinating. I think
2: yeah. Ethan has Ethan has uh, Ethan has a very specific skill of talking to strangers. Uh, where he where he lacks or 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 lacked um, ability is talking to friends. People I still he knows. <laughs> I still yeah, lack even ability. your friends even your friends know you're weird. Yeah, but but they, they but they're your friends, mm-hmm. and, and so they know you. They know your your tics, your ins and outs, your who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: Do you think that's
0: because yeah. you are insecure that they know so much about you?
3: No, I've I've never Or they've
0: f- seen a side of you that you're no longer really that way when you were younger, <laughs> which I'm is not, an extreme of
3: I'm not really uncomfortable around my around my around my friends, you know, mm-hmm. unless there's obviously something between us that needs to be fixed. I can't let it go unfixed. That mm-hmm. can be a problem, you know. Um knowing the point when you don't. You don't necessarily have to go and ask forgiveness because they're your friend, mm-hmm. but um, just letting something go, you know, and they they know you know or they know that something's forgiven or it's not an issue anymore. With me, it's be, it's usually hard to realize when,
2: you know, so where that line is. So Ethan. Um, mm-hmm like we said when he was young was just horrible and awful. And my mother always said when he gets around 15 or 16 he'll grow out of it. Well, when he was <laughs> when he was probably about 13, 14, he still hadn't grown out of it. He was mm-hmm. still pretty bad. Um, at least personal like at home personally. Yep. What how old were you when you were when you were saved? I was 8 when I was saved. Okay. So at some point when we were living in Pennsylvania, um uh, he was he was i guess when probably when you were debating going to bible college there was there came a point when i realized um uh, ethan was much more emotionally invested in mm-hmm. in things than i was and spiritually advanced far past me right mm-hmm. uh and that once i realized that ethan had uh uh Ethan experienced things on an emotional level much much greater than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's when I real saw that he was changing. Uh, he was yeah. no longer uh, so angry all the time. He was angry all the time. He was no longer yeah. so angry all the time, and he started changing. Um, uh, and he would ex- he started expressing how he felt with words Mm -hmm. and started expressing things differently. Uh, That's fascinating. And so by the time you were, by the time you were probably 16, um, you had changed. You, you, you actually, you act uh, other than, other than some of your, your social quirks um, and some of the things like you still, you still have trouble taking instruction sometimes mm-hmm. when people tell you to shut up, you just keep talking and you get more and more upset, which makes people yell at you more. Other than some of those things, you're like completely different. You're it, a different person completely. Yeah. I give a lot of, I give
3: a lot of the the credit. Obviously I give the credit to God. Um, I was thinking about it the other day. I had, I'd always been very, I'd always wanted to, I wanted to be at church. I wanted to be at the prayer meetings. You know, I wanted to be there because mm-hmm. I knew, you know, maybe not necessarily I knew, but it was, it was something that was good and it was right. And, you know, I needed it. I give a lot mm-hmm. of the credit. Um, I give all the credit to God, but the people he used would be pastor Nathan Bramlett in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jeff Renwick in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, okay. and um, they invested themselves into me and mm-hmm. made sure that I had a voice, you know, at prayer meetings yeah. and and at church to be able to talk to them and express myself to them, um, and that had a lot a lot to do with the change.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so cool, man. Um, do you what What would you say or? <laughs> who would you say might have been the least helpful during this process (laughs) of changing? Um, Like who do you think might've been like, man, I wish I actually wasn't around that person or that they just didn't like help me out much. They kind of, they kind of added to, to the thing I was trying to work out of, which with Mm. uh, the behavior or the the mindset or whatever.
2: Honestly, I can't really, I can't really think of anyone. I know. I, I, I know who. But, uh I think it's a little bit too personal gotcha right for the podcast um but I think that's less important yeah it's not as important yeah but I I do I do want... I, I'm not I don't I don't mean to under, undermine the question mm-hmm. um, no no it's not undermining I'm curious to see if
0: we can I don't go, yeah, I go don't ahead. I
2: don't think Ethan had any like seriously just like terribly bad influences
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I, I can say that, um,
3: there were definitely people, especially at camp who said things that dramatically, um, changed, changed me or, you know, literally kept me alive. Uh, there was a yeah. point, especially in my mid teens as I was, that I was suicidal. They, my brothers and, uh, other family pr- didn't know much about it. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't tell them about it. Um, but there was, there was one point in, at camp when one of my best friends, Esther Clifton, she gave me a Bible verse. And um, it was uh, 2 Corinthians ten three through 5. For though we walk mm-hmm. in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are, are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. The next verse, I can't remember it very well, but it talks about bringing every thought captive. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a point, I was standing, I was in a tree, the top of a tree fire house climbing and <laughs> i was struggling as to whether or not i should jump out mm. you know it was it was a very very dark time especially after the flood mm-hmm. 2013 yeah no they,
2: 2013 was this 14, in pennsylvania 14. trust me you yeah. weren't the only one
3: yeah and um so and i thought about those verses and that kept me yeah. alive so esther was one of you know the biggest influences i had in my teen life and, you know, changing, you know. So I I give credit to the Lord for using her and also Nathan Mm -hmm. Pistorius. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know where he is with the Lord at this point, um, but when I was around him in Pennsylvania, there were things that he talked about that really inspired me, you know, about the Lord. You too. I walked into uh, Joseph. I walked into the tabernacle and you were there sitting, you Mm -hmm. know, reading, the Bible. I think you were in um, the Old Testament somewhere, First or Second Samuel or something like that.
0: Probably that, Jeremiah.
3: Jeremiah. <laughs> that ins- probably was Jeremiah. And, and, I
0: remember a period of time. Yeah. I think I remember what time you were talking about. I think I was in Jeremiah.
3: Yeah, that that inspired me too. James Esser. He was another one. James is a big one.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Mm. Uncle Jamesy Pooh. Yeah, Jamesy
1: Pooh. Uncle James. Uncle Jenny. I haven't seen him in
0: years, but man, I would like to got him on Talk social him, yeah. media that's about the yeah. only way i keep up with these guys
2: yeah um there was something i wanted um so i wanted to hit real quick on uh yeah the struggles of bible college okay how mm. ethan now ethan's been ethan's been to like india for mission trips and things mm-hmm. um with the bible yeah, you college went to,
1: uh did you ever go to peru
2: no, I, he has I went to Peru. But I Ethan, will at some point. Ethan, <laughs> Ethan actually going to India was almost part of the curriculum. It is, right? yeah, mm-hmm. it's counted as part it's, of the. It's curriculum. counted as part of the curriculum. So you guys went to India, but what's what's the what's the difficulties? I think. Well, I think when a lot of people think about college, we think about going to a campus, you're going you' you're sitting under professors that you know they're just random people. You're mm-hmm. just trying to you're trying to get your credits uh, and you're trying to get your degree. What's the mm. difference right between that kind of atmosphere where I think you're more disconnected versus your atmosphere where the the teachers are your pastors? The teachers are father figures and uh, 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 maternal figures, mm-hmm. um, and the students are your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and the curriculum is the Bible. The Bible. Well, it's it's the Bible, right? It's obviously yeah. you're studying theology and and that sort of stuff. But the curriculum is intellectually. Complicated,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? It's 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 different than math.
3: Yeah. Well, let's 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 throw this into contrast. You have someone who is not a Christian, and you have someone who is a Christian. Mm-hmm. The person yeah. that's not a Christian is they they don't have they don't have the uh, there's a Bible verse that talks about the three enemies: the world, the flesh, and the devil. Mm-hmm. the The person who's not a Christian isn't facing that. You know, they're facing the world's influences and they're, they're they're and stuff like that. But unless they're seeking trying to seek God, they're not coming up against that in in mm-hmm. their pursuit of college and, and stuff like that. Whereas the Christian, not just the person who's called to ministry like I am, but the Christian who's going to mm-hmm. school and studying, it doesn't matter if it's at a Bible college, or
2: at a secular college, they will face spiritual warfare. Do you think you face, personally, do you think you face more uh, trouble and hardship because you are aware of what's going on in your life because of the subject you're studying? Um, are Are there more trials that you have to overcome versus, somebody who's skimming through, uh, you know, college.
3: Um, are you talking about, you know, the differences between, um, someone who is their life is ministry or, and then a normal Christian?
2: Yeah. Okay. So let's, well, let's just, I'm talking about, do you think there's there, you're having to experience more, uh, trials versus somebody, just a regular churchgoer?
3: Yes and no.
2: Because, I think because you're more in 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 the in the
3: fray. A Christian who's a Christian who's seeking God, regardless of you know, um, a Christian who's seeking God will face all of those things at some point. But if you're in college, especially as a Bible college student, if you're actively trying to get to know God, you are gonna your family, your friends, all the people around you. You know, the enemy will attack. They be, know. Those people become trials. <laughs> they, they, they become they trials. Try, they try your patience, they yeah. try your faith. Um, when we, I think the hardest point was when we were getting ready to go to India, you know, when we got out of India, when we were in India, that was on the heels of finishing the, the class on spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. We were told by every other student, you know, that we'd come in contact with, have you taken the spiritual warfare class? Yeah. If you haven't, you, you better brace yourself because you're going to sh- struggle. When we were in India, all of our families were going through some kind of crises. Um, mm. is- and there were issues in India with each other and, you know, stuff like that. And, and the, the trials of being um, someone called to the ministry, is, uh, they, they seem to all clump together. You know, but part of it is is you're asking God for patience. You're asking God, Lord, teach me your ways. Teach me how to be a prayer warrior. Teach me how to be a preacher, a teacher, you know, a missionary, whatever it is. God will give it to you. He will teach mm-hmm. you and it's going to hurt. So um, even as a normal Christian, if you want that, if you want to get close to God, if you ask him, he's going to teach you, you know, and it's going to hurt. So...
2: I want to take, I guess, I want to take it towards a more intellectual okay. direction. Um, what is uh, is is the study grueling? Yes, because I, I I know I know I like look I studying the Bible on your own and 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 going from the Bible to to like daily daily bread mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. It can be exhausting and it can be hard and it can be difficult. But you guys have to—you have to jump from, from the Bible. You have to jump to um, other people's books. You have to jump to what this means in Hebrew, what this means in yeah. Greek, right?
0: <laughs> and also, there's so many. There's so many. No, I'm I'm guessing you're taught in a fashion that kind of is a specific theology belief that is taught to you as. We believe this is the this is the correct one. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing, and but there are so many that you have to be aware of as far as theological beliefs. Yeah, you, you we're, we're, we're so taught many.
2: all of those. Yeah, I, as I, many I, as yeah. we can. But I, I want to make it clear that uh, um, uh, in in the college, while while we do have a specific way, we believe they are taught they are taught how to with no
0: partiality pretty much
2: yeah they're they're, they're taught to understand the way other people believe mm-hmm.
0: they're solid, taught they're know.
2: taught how to see see people uh Wait, through, we're, through heaven's eyes we're taught it, to, yeah. to to to
3: quote <laughs> uh to quote um, <laughs> to, to quote, um for him no Look. no no i'm i'm, I'm doing uh do something different. Prince, prince of egypt prince of egypt oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're definitely taught to 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 now whether we do it or not right we are taught to see others through heaven's eyes just like why i said through god's eyes <laughs> and yeah. um that is crucial you have okay you have the intellectual side that is that is extremely important but If you don't learn how to love people, you know, how to deal with people, if you don't learn the heart of the matter, you know, it says in, in first, first Corinthians, it talks about, about love, you know, and it's, Mm -hmm. it's divine love. The word in, (laughs) in Greek is agape. It's divine (laughs) love. If you don't learn, you know, if you don't learn how to do that, we can't do it without
2: God, but that's essential to success as a Christian. I, I've known a lot of people who uh, they understand other religions, like yeah. intellectually. And they understand Christianity they, so much. Is they, well, they like, you know, I, I'm talking people who have come out of the Bible college who yeah. understand other religions. They understand other ways of thinking, um, but they don't have the uh, personal <clears throat> understanding of others, mm-hmm. right? That you have to mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm to to be able to talk with people yeah to be you know um to to understand people and and that's i think part of what you guys are learning Uh it's you're not just going through different various books and and learning oh this is what this is what uh uh charles spurgeon has to say about this or this is what uh Mm -hmm. um uh, john calvin had to say yeah
3: right in in the end in the end it comes it comes down to um if you don't you could have everything all the faith all the all the knowledge but if you don't have it with the mind of christ with love you know it's not worth anything right. that's what that's what it says in the bible in first corinthians
2: right so it's important well, yeah to
3: okay
0: so yeah. i'm curious ethan since we're bringing this up, I know you just said that's, that's the most important thing, especially in the, in, in human life, but especially in the line of what you're getting into ministry, um, apostleship, uh, evangelical, well, evangelism, pretty much.
3: I want to, I'll just, just real quick, just real quick. I'm, I I would be doing a, a disservice if I didn't mention apostles. Um, nowadays they, uh, we don't, we don't, we don't have any because an apostle was someone who was taught at the feet of Jesus while he yes, was here on earth. Yes,
0: yes. Just I don't think he there. meant.
3: I don't think he meant that when he said no, no. But that's just for anyone, anyone who's listening. Um, when he, <laughs> I think everyone needs to be like <laughs> discipleship. I, it's
0: that's that's good. Yes, discipleship's a good word. Um, what would you say? And we don't usually get this too deep into uh, religious matters on <laughs> yeah. this podcast. We're trying to keep it entertaining, but you. Um, for you specifically, this is a big a big part of your life. I mean, it's it's a big part of everyone's life, but this is kind of like your thing. Mm-hmm. This is like what you've set your life towards as being your main brand, if I would say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is what you're leading with most of the time. You say yes. you enter you enter places and ask them what they believe about Jesus or what they believe about eternity. you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So what would you say might be your life verse? Or a life passage or a life principle that you've held on to that means so much mm-hmm. for you. And how does that define into your life personally? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm.
3: As, a, as a Christian, I got one verse. Um, and for the great, for, for being a preacher, you know, mm-hmm. go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's my verse for ministry that God called me to preach with when I was uh, 15. For mm-hmm. just. My, a life verse. Um though people's verses, especially Christians verse, they change throughout the years, but I think one one that is absolutely perfect for that question is it's Philippians um Philippians four eleven, I think it is. It's that mm, it's this, a good chapter that I may know him mm. and the power mm-hmm. of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable Unto his death, you know, unto the work that Jesus Christ did on the cross, his power being made that I may, you know, know him knowing God, mm-hmm. you know, and the power of his resurrection, you know, the spirit of God, you know, and, and then yeah. the fellowship of his sufferings, Jesus Christ suffered, he lived as humans, you know, you know, lived yet without sin. I think for mm-hmm. for me, that is my life verse
0: That's that solid, encompasses
3: man. me, you know, what I want. You know for for my life
0: yeah
2: so you can sort of
0: see it's really cool uh
2: how i guess we kind of started with who ethan mm-hmm. was and what he yeah. was versus what he is now which is a completely different animal
0: mm-hmm. he was a demon now he's a saint <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah i've been made a new Saints creature sinners I've been, I, I have literally yeah. I'm gonna call that. Pod- I'm gonna
0: call this podcast yeah. "Demons and Angels" or something. <laughs>
2: yeah. no, I called it uh, in in Saints the, and uh, Sinners in my thing. I called it "Everybody Hates Ethan." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like everybody hates Chris. <laughs> um,
1: I got
0: gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, we're we're at about an hour thirty, yeah, guys. What do you think? I
2: I think I had I I wanted to ask uh, one more question. Cool man. Um. Uh, where where you plan on going, future wise? What do you plan on? Well, in May,
3: I'm gonna go back to India, but I believe that God has called me to the mission field, you know, to be a missionary.
2: Where you? Mm-hmm. I I guess I I guess it's it's sort of it's dumb. right right it's now. It's dumb to say where do you want to go, but like I, because you know you could just you could go somewhere you don't want to go.
3: Yeah, I right now I don't know. Okay. But you know I know that I want to go where the Lord wants me to go. How
2: how far into college are you?
3: Three years, but according to Jolene, um, I have at least you know to make up making up for classes at uh, two two more years till I if I work hard to finish my uh, bachelor's. Yeah. So,
2: it it takes money. Um, It takes money. He's paying for it himself, and Mm. um, so so he all almost all of his working money that he makes goes towards. Food, gas, and college. Yes. Um, and so a lot of times, you know, he may have to, you know, not take as many classes as he needs or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so it holds me back a bit, as far as you know, getting all the required classes done. But you get through it. I get through it. Yeah. So. Got
0: any inkling about where you think, uh, where you think you're going to be led once you finish school? Um. Got something burning in your belly that you you have a feeling is just going to happen.
3: I want to I want to teach. I think God is going to use me for for teaching. You know, I don't want to be presumptuous and I don't want to presume upon His will. But I think the Lord has definitely burdened me for teaching and uh, for for kids. And Eliezer, um, he talked to me about possibly doing something with him in India after I get get out of college. Hmm. Um, so I think maybe there there might be an opportunity there, but we which, will see. Which
2: uh, is dangerous. Yeah, it is. Yep. It's very it's dangerous. dangerous right now. Um, but you know you're supposed to be a soldier, so yeah, yeah. Go into any yeah. Territory. You're physically
0: strong, mentally strong, spiritually strong. Paul, you got this, Gog. Just, just don't lose your stoned. eyesight. <laughs> the whole oath. Well,
3: <laughs> you know, if I lose my eyesight, I guess I won't. Have to look at your ugly faces anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Heck yeah. I think with that we should wrap it up, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hey, why how about you close out this podcast? But first I got one more question. Mm. A real simple
1: question for Ethan. Yep. Yeah. Have you heard about Pluto? <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's messed up, man. <laughs> That's
0: messed
2: up, <laughs> man. <laughs> I, I, are you making this a, a thing? Like, uh, Joshua's trying to. You're you trying to ask, I don't think that we have ever ended a podcast without you asking that.
0: Hmm. You're <laughs> or at least of recent times. <laughs> You're trying He's to make just this pushing a thing. it. He's pushing You're it. trying to
2: start a thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's trying to start a thing. I'm also trying to start a thing. Maybe end with giving a quick plug to Olin Rogers, telling people to go Ooh. subscribe to him.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, we love Olin. We love Olin Rogers. So, hey, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, it's been real. It's been fun. And you know what? This time, I think it has been real fun. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not a, uh, I guess, uh, theological person, maybe you'll enjoy the first half of this podcast a little more but if you've stuck around um we really appreciate you listening um you know these are for those chill evenings those weekends those long nights uh you know have a cup of joe um and not just you know yeah. our joe
0: have a cup of me uh, no yeah. have a cup of me. so mm. that sounds okay weird. yeah
2: have a cup of this joe um <laughs> uh, no. and relax and uh you know, we're gonna, we're gonna close out. Yeah. Go subscribe to Olin Rogers. Ethan, did you want to?
3: Yes, I think it is proper for me to do this. Now this is per, this is purely for, um, uh, talking reasons. If you want to talk to me a a little bit more about God, about the Bible, about salvation, religion, whatever, or just to get to know me, my phone number is 678-326-7917. Thank you
1: slide into those dms no slide into those text messages (laughs) all right
2: guys good night smile my boy